Communications Manager for Sklo Center Region Library. We are located in the heart of downtown State College on the corner of Beaver Avenue and Allen Street. And this episode is dropping on Wednesday, May 8th, 2019. And before we go any further, if you are listening to this on May 8th, and it is before 8 p.m. Eastern Time, we are in the middle of Center Gibbs the 36-hour online giving event that Center Foundation holds. And the Sklo Library Foundation is one of about 170, 175 organization, nonprofit agencies that are participating in Center Gives. And so I just want to encourage you, if you haven't given yet, to check out centergives.org, whether you check out the Sklo Library Foundation site there or another organization, nonprofit, definitely encourage you to go there and help out these nonprofits there. There are just so many on there that are doing great work in Center County and giving during Center Gives really helps a lot of these organizations. I know I can speak for Sklo, Sklo Library that that is true, but regardless whether you give to the Sklo Foundation or another organization or agency, giving during Center Gives really helps. It stretches the money that you give so much. And so thank you if you have given. If you haven't, again, you have until 8 p.m. Eastern Time on May 8th to do so. But this episode, we are talking about biking in the center region. Uh, We have an event coming up at SCLO on Thursday, May 16th, starting at 6 p.m. in the community room, Biking in the Center Region 101. And leading that discussion will be Trish Meek. Uh, Trish is the Senior Transportation Planner with the Center Regional Planning Agency, And for about 25 years, Trisha has been working to emphasize the importance of incorporating walking and biking into the transportation network in Center County. And I think if you are a bicyclist here in the Center region, I think you can attest to what a great place this is for bicyclists with the bike paths that are available and some of the little the bike trips you can take in this county. There's just some great scenic routes you can take, trips you can take, uh, again, and, and the bike pass and the walking pass that are available. And May is National Bike Month. We have a little display up on the second floor of the library of books and other information about biking, so we're celebrating it. Uh, there's another organization that you'll hear about in our dis- my discussion with Trish called Center Bike at centerbike.org. They have a whole host of events happening in May to celebrate National Bike Month. And the, for the event on May 16th, it's, uh, you'll be learning about the bike and uh, bike path and paths and routes. You'll learn about state and local laws, how to pick a bike even, and other tips. So here's my conversation with Trish Meek. Hope you enjoyed as we get ready for biking in the center region. turning nicer obviously now people are getting their bikes out and getting uh, 
getting ready or have already gone out for bike rides. I'm here with Trish Meek as we're getting ready for, to have a class at SCLO on May 16th, Biking in the Center Region. Uh, Trish, first of all, thank you for joining us. Sure, I'm <laughs> glad to be here. Um, I guess talk a little bit about your background um, and then your, I guess, uh, enthusiasm or, or passion to uh, make this region more, I guess, bike-friendly. Bike-able, bike-friendly, it all works. Yes. Um, well, in the early 90s, I started mountain biking when I was in college, and mm-hmm. so I caught the bug, the bike bug, as you would call it, and it just never went away. So I'm very fortunate that I have a degree in regional planning, and when I got the position here in the center region 24 years ago, they started talking more about biking and walking as part of my job requirement. So I'm really fortunate that I get to actually work on projects that I'm really excited about and we can make the community better because in the center region, walking and biking are not just recreation, they're transportation. And technically, I'm a transportation planner. So I get to work on really cool projects, doing bike education, bike encouragement, construction of facilities. If anybody has been here, you know, even five years ago, we had less miles of what are called shared use paths, where bikes and pedestrians share a paved area to travel. So as uh, we move forward, we just continue to make more and more connections. So it's easier to bike and walk to your destination rather than getting in a car. Have you, I guess, have you noticed uh, an increase in people uh, using bikes as their mode of transportation in this region? Um, I don't know, 50, 50 yeah, I, yeah, there are definitely times of the year where we see many more bikes mm-hmm. on the road and on the paths as well. Some of them are getting quite crowded, which mm-hmm. is a good problem to have. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a very high rate of walking and biking compared to many other areas in the state of Pennsylvania, and it makes a lot of sense because a lot of people are traveling from the outlying areas to Penn State University or State College Borough. So the idea is to just get a more connected network, and when people feel safe, they will walk and bike. Yeah. I want it's sort of like a chicken and egg. Like, uh, are, are people do, using bikes more, um, and then you're serving their need, or have you served their need, and now more people, hey, I can now... Yeah, it's interesting because a lot of people will say, well, maybe we should count how many people are using that corridor to determine if we should build yeah. a facility. But in reality, once you build it, they come. Yeah. You'll start to see activity. As soon as people feel safe, they'll start to walk and bike in those areas. Yeah. I, I know I have a couple of friends who are, are very into uh, bicycling, and they rave about this region, how, how it has become and evolved into this really bike with bike paths and everything. Have you noticed that? I mean, how this, I mean, you mentioned that this is better than in a lot of places in Pennsylvania, but have you... Are, uh, experiences right. and what you've heard from other people about Yeah, they- we're uh, trying to achieve. There's an organization called the League of American Bicyclists, and they give out awards for bicycle-friendly communities. So in 2012, we applied, and we were granted a bronze-level award. So mm-hmm. this is a good thing. At yeah. that time, there were only four communities in the state of Pennsylvania, and we were one of them. Um, we're ramping up uh, to apply again in early 2020, and we're hoping we get silver. We think we're very close. Um, the miles of facilities, the type of encouragement and education activities we're providing, even bike share at Penn State, additional mm-hmm. bike racks, it all helps. And yeah. what you'll find is that our area is good for many different types of cyclists. So those that want to ride on paths, we have them. Those that want to ride on low-volume roads, so riding out to the Penns Valley, there's extremely scenic and safe routes to ride. And if you want to ride mountain bikes, we have Roth Rock. So 
people will tell you that this is a great community because you could be downtown State College and you can be in Rothrock in 10 minutes and you can ride trails like no other place in the state of Pennsylvania. Um, And I guess, are there still concerns you deal with in terms of roadways and, yeah, I mean, I don't know what some of the big issues you're still Yeah, the conflicts are always there. So we have some major roadways that Mm -hmm. carry significant traffic volumes and crossing those roads is a challenge. Mm -hmm. So, for example, in Ferguson, right now, Ferguson Township is working on the Northland Area Mobility Study, and we're looking at ways to make it safer for people to cross Atherton Street. Mm -hmm. So small improvements can lead to big changes as far as travel patterns. Mm -hmm. Um, We know that we have a lot of missing links, and we're working uh, with the municipalities, and they've been very good about seeking out grant funding to help move projects forward. Mm -hmm. So in the I've been working uh, with the Center Region Club for 24 years, and every time there's grant funding available, someone here gets it to help improve the network. So our elected officials are on board, and they're doing the right thing to help make this a more bicycle-friendly community. And you mentioned bike share. I guess the borough is now even... uh, I believe that there... I just saw that a survey came out to gauge interest in expanding the Penn State bike share program into the borough to determine... Uh, if people want it and where they want it, so it'll be interesting to see as that evolves. Yeah. Do I mean, are you familiar with bike? Share? I mean, can you talk a little bit about what is for people maybe not familiar with bike share? What is? Yeah, the concept uh, yeah. is is that um, there are bikes that are available. They're easy to use. There's a phone app, so it's that easy to unlock them and rent the bike. Um, there's memberships that are available. So if you want to join from a yearly perspective. Not only Penn State, uh, students, faculty, and staff, but members of the community can also buy into the program as well. And what it does is it just gives you access to a bike when you need it. Mm-hmm. So instead of bringing your bike, say you're, you ride the bus or you walk to work or you drive your car and you just want a short trip that would be easier by bike, Bike Share makes it possible for you to do that using a community bike. And it's very big across the country, so we're excited that Penn State got in on it, yeah. and then it's potentially expanding. Yeah, well, that's great. Um, I guess can you talk a little bit about the cl- this class coming up here at SCLO, uh, what you know, what um, what you'll be talking about, and how you know what people are going to learn uh, sure. if they attend um, it. <laughs> several years ago, we went from zero to sixty for bike education, so we weren't offering any formal classes, and we thought, well, wouldn't it be great just to do the basics? So. Someone that's just interested in learning about biking here in our area. So the topics that we cover are we we do some general information about types of bikes because we know some of the people that are taking the class don't have a bike and maybe they're interested in buying a bike. Um, So we do that. But really the real value is we tell you where the facilities are what the laws are in not only the state of Pennsylvania but the region because we want people to be safe and when people follow the laws they're safer when they ride and we also just give you tips on here's who you could contact if you want to find out more about mountain biking so people might not know that there's a Nittany Mountain Biking Association and they do they sponsor rides for people who want to learn about it and there's also the State College Cycling Club and Center Bike which is an advocacy group and it might not be easy to find all that information I mean it's all out there on the internet but we try to package everything bike in the center region in one class that's 
about an hour and a half and we leave lots of time for questions as well and you know we'll tell you about mapping resources how who you need to contact if you wanted to find out more about certain topics so it's very basic but we've found that people are walking away happy because they're coming back to take more bike classes after they take that one. Yeah, and that, I guess that's another thing uh, that you offer, that Center Region Parks and Rec offers other classes um, on a variety of bike topics. I don't know if you want to talk about what, yeah, what some of the offerings that you, you have. Yeah, anyway. and it's great because all the information is on this uh, Center Region Parks and Rec website or in their active guide that just came out. So we have a summer program lineup of eight classes. They're taught by specialists in each of the areas. So if you have never changed a tire on a bike and you want to learn how to do that, we have a class at the bicycle shop, which Eric Scott will be teaching. It's real. It's fun. You get to pop them off, put them back on, learn how difficult or easy it is, know what you need. We have an e-bike 101 class. So if anybody has seen bikes that have these small battery packs and they just fly up hills instead of pedaling um these electric bikes are becoming more popular and eddie of eddie's bicycle and hockey equipment has volunteered to teach a class on that so if you're interested in that as well we also have a mountain biking 101 class we have some classes for children so if you have a small child who's having some difficulty riding, we have bikes by, it's called a Little Striders class, and we have what are called balance bikes that don't have any pedals on them, and they teach small children, so three to five or five to seven, how to ride and balance without the complexity of pedaling, and it's amazing. So from the first class to the fifth class, you will see children that are very tentative, to children that are riding what we think, oh no, they might be going too fast. Oh, wow. <laughs> so That's it's a really, it's a proven method to teach children to ride. And we know when children ride, families ride. Mm-hmm. And when families ride, it's a better community. Yeah. And earlier you mentioned Center Bike, and I know uh, May is actually uh, Bike Month uh, across, across the country. Um, and this year, you You've, seen, you've worked with them to create a slew of events, I guess, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, if you want to talk this about This is it. the first year, one of the first years that we've really come together and created a calendar of events. Mm-hmm. So there's an organization called Center Bike, and they're a bike advocacy group that's been in the region since 2000, I believe, so they've been around for a while. And what we've done is we've organized events. So there'll be something called Commuter Coffees, the, the Fridays in the month of May. So if you go to their website at Center Bike. You can find out all this information on their calendar. So for people who are riding bikes, um, for example, May 10th, I believe it is, there'll be a commuter coffee station at Sunset Park. So if you ride there between 7.30 and 10 a.m., we're going to give you coffee and snacks and thank you for riding your bike. So it's just another way to encourage people and rewarding them for using alternative transportation and being active. We also, and this is the first time we've done this, we're doing something called Bike and Munch. So there's a number of area restaurants that have agreed that uh, we have a calendar, and each restaurant has picked a date in the month of May. We haven't filled the calendar this year. Maybe next year the entire month will be full. Um, But you just ride your bike, show your helmet, and they'll give you 10% off that day. Oh, wow. Yeah, and so it's great that, like... Area businesses understand, you know, the importance of cycling, and they're rewarding people who are biking. And we're really excited about the Bike and Munch program because it's brand new, and we 
got a very positive response from a number of area restaurants. Oh, that's great. Wow. So um, fill, fill up. And yeah. Out. And, and you'll see tables. Yeah. Like, we're, we're going to do a tabling event at the Allen Street Gates on April 26th. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, or fortunately or unfortunately, nationally, Bike Month is the month of May. Mm-hmm. And we know what happens to our population in the month of May yeah. yes. <laughs> in State College. Yes, yes. It dramatically decreases. So in order to just get in a little bit early, we decided the Friday before Bike Month, we'll do an Ask a Cyclist table. Okay. So show up anytime between 9 and 2 at the Allen Street Gates, and we'll be distributing information about upcoming activities, information on Pennsylvania laws. There'll be a bike stand there. So if you want a basic tune-up, we can lube your chain or adjust a few things for you. But we're just going to try to get out in the community more and encourage people to ride. Because we know once they take the first ride, the second ride is much easier. Do you have a, I guess personally, do you have a like favorite scenic route or anything you would oh, recommend I, to people? <laughs> well, I just love the path system here. Yeah. Um, when I came in 1994, not long after that, we opened the Tudic Circleville Bike Path, mm-hmm. which is in Ferguson Township. So basically, you can ride from the Nittany Lion Inn on a path along the golf course and go all the way out to the state game lands in Ferguson mm-hmm. Township. I Those types of rides are very low stress and scenic and there are hills pennsylvania has hills but they're not brutal i'll say that they're great rides for kids Uh, if people are road riders it's really easy to find routes to ride you can just post or ask people on any of the cycling groups and there's actually um the state college cycling club is also doing pizza rides this summer so and they're located you can find that information on the center bike website but there, there are selected restaurants to a month you show up you eat some pizza and you ride (laughs) and so those are the kind of activities that we love that it's cycling doesn't have to be solo Mm -hmm. it can be social Mm -hmm. and once you find the person that rides in a similar way as you it's great to ride with them because everybody rides differently some people ride fast some people ride slow some people like to stop often but this in this community you can always find someone to ride with yeah yeah it is a communal um activity event seems like and with all the right. bike stuff that's going to be happening it just that's growing it seems yeah good. and we're really fortunate because we have four bike shops in our community <laughs> so um there is there are places to go to get advice about equipment or buy bikes new or used so you know there's a very wide range of cost of bikes so anybody who's been in a bike shop lately knows that you can go in and buy the ten thousand dollar bike but you can also go in and buy the four hundred dollar bike as well and our bike shops are incredible because they're always volunteering to help teach classes they advertise our programming on their social media so they're helping us put the word out there to help us become more bike friendly as well that's great well, Trish, before we wrap up, I ask all our guests about a book or books. I mean, I know Bikes Week, but now we're getting to the library book or books. Uh, that have impacted you, or, or what's, what's maybe been your favorite book, uh, either growing up or now? Well, this is going to sound silly, yeah. but it's The Little Prince. <laughs> That's fine. And I'll just tell you a quick story. Yeah. Um, um, I love it because it's all about the possibilities and what we see mm-hmm. and what we know is possible. And sometimes we as adults 
decide things need to be a certain way and we don't see what's really possible and I think that's really the power and I'll just this is it's so ironic that you asked that because the book is on my mind because I was traveling last week um, and I was in El Salvador and I was talking to someone there about what books that their children read and they had um, one in the magic beans yeah. <laughs> um, but I said, well, what about the Little Prince? And they said, we have a Little Prince Park here. So we went, and it was great. It was an activity-based just playground. But I just love the Little Prince. It's one of those books. Oh, wow. I think we buried the lead now. I want to hear about your trip. <laughs> that's, for, that's for another episode. About yeah, that. we can talk about El Salvador yeah, anytime yeah, you want. Yeah, well, that's great. Well, Trish, thank you so much. Uh, we're looking forward to that, the biking class on May 16th and looking bike month and a great summer for everyone to be biking in, in the center county. Yes, thanks for having me. So we'll have to invite Trish back on to talk about and hear about her trip to El Salvador. I'm sure that would be fascinating to hear about. But until then, uh, again, Thursday, May 16th, Viking in the Center Region 101, 6 p.m., in our community room. Registration is required, so if you can visit sclolibrary.org and you can register online there. Free event, but it's, uh, it, registration is required for biking in the center region 101. Some other events happening at Sclo. The May coloring contest in our children's department is continuing. This is something the children's department is doing in conjunction with Children's Book Week. Now, even though Children's Book Week ended on May 5th, the coloring contest is continuing for kids ages 3 to 12. They can pick up a coloring page at the children's desk and submit their entry by May 31st. And winners will be randomly drawn and notified by June 7th. Winners, you can win a prize book or a prize from our treasure chest. So that's the May coloring contest in our children's department. The Nittany Valley Writers Network has its next meeting on Tuesday, May 14th at 6.30 p.m. They're going to be discussing writers' conferences. They have a, someone coming in to talk about uh, that went to the 2019 San Francisco Writers' Conference, and they'll be discussing writing, publishing, and attending writers' conferences. So again, that's Tuesday, May 14th at 6.30 p.m. Summer reading, yes, we are getting closer to that. May 20th is when you can start, you can register starting May 20th at reading.sclolibrary.org. And then, of course, June 1st is the first day when you can start logging in your reading. Uh, the, this, year's, this year's theme is a universe of stories. It's a space theme, sort of tying into the, this being the 50th anniversary of the moon landing. Again, summer reading for babies to adults. We have some great prizes, great events planned. The kickoff, blast-off event is on Saturday, June 1st, and we'll be discussing that more. And we'll actually probably be discussing that next week, actually looking ahead. Next week's episode of the podcast, we'll be talking about summer reading with some uh, staff members here at SCLO. So we're looking forward to it. It should be a great summer. Uh, Lots of activities happening around summer reading. Again, uh, check. You can... Registration opens on May 20th, and listen to the podcast next week to hear more details about this year's summer reading. And, of course, all our events and activities and services are on our website, sclolibrary.org. Follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. 
And, of course, subscribe and listen to these podcasts. You can subscribe at all the major podcast outlets, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. Uh, Rate us. That helps other people know about it. You can listen on our website. And I want to thank Trish Meek again as we get ready for Biking in the Center Region 101. That should be a great event. And until next time, I hope everyone has a great week and weekend coming up. And we hope to see you at Squo Library.